0: Hello, hello, human beings out there. It's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl, here at Hungryland. And I am very excited about today's show. Why? Because it's a one-on-one episode. I don't have Mikey and Jamie, which is a little bit sad. But instead, at Hungryland, in studio, we have a very special guest. And it is, get the applause ready, Bauer. <laughs> Joy Bauer. <laughs> Joy Bauer. see more applause. It's the same applause I just got like two seconds ago. Wow. Hi,
1: Joy. Hi, Lisa.
0: Joy is one of my very close friends. And so every time she comes to LA, I insist that she come to Hungryland and we rope her in and, and hold her captive here. So thank you for being here.
1: Captive? I sort of feel like I'm your What About Bob. Did you, did you ever see that movie? I am your What About Bob. You can't I get wish. rid of me.
0: The thing that wouldn't leave... <laughs> No, it's great. It's just fun to hang out with you. You're amazing. Um, You are all over TV and you're here doing some TV appearances. We're going to talk about that in a little while. But you do such incredible work and I admire everything about you so much. And we're like, you know,
1: sisters from another misters, as they say,
0: with what we do, right?
1: We are. And it's so mutual. I feel like the two of us share a passion for both health and food and we've figured out a way to merge it. And that's pretty cool.
0: Very, very cool. So thank you for being here. And I want to give people who may not know a lot about you, because we see you on the Today Show like every minute, but you don't get to talk about yourself, and we don't know who you are, where you came from, how you got your start. So give us a little bit of background.
1: Oh, wow. Um, Well, I, probably like you, I was born with a passion for health. And the joke, you know, that my parents always come back to is that I chose broccoli over Barbies (laughs) when I was in elementary school. I just was always fascinated with how the body works. I was a competitive gymnast, so health was my jam. And um, I went to undergraduate, and I got a degree in kinesiology and biochem, and I actually thought I was going to be a pediatrician. And then when I graduated, I took a sabbatical from medical school, and I went and I got a master's at NYU in clinical nutrition. And it was one of those moments where um, the light bulb sort of went off. I was sitting in the first nutrition class, and I thought, oh my goodness, I have this passion for health, I love working with food, I love eating food, and... um, I have the gift of gab, (laughs) (laughs) You
0: definitely do, and thank goodness, you're so much fun.
1: (laughs) And you're so funny, too. Oh, well, we love love what we do, we definitely do. And then in the beginning of my career, I really, um, I was in clinical. I worked at Mount Sinai Medical Center, I was the nutritionist for the neurosurgical service for many years, Um, and the irony is, I did the polar opposite of what I do now. So I worked with very, very sick people, tube feeds and TPM, which is sort of like intravenous through the vein type of nutrition. And then I went on to be the um, director of nutrition and fitness for pediatric cardiology. And I really felt like I had won the career lottery because I love working with kids. Um, You know, I, I obviously was on this path for nutrition. And the only reason why I landed on television, it was a complete accident. I loved to write. So while I was at with uh, the pediatric cardiology department at Mount Sinai, I was also teaching nutrition, um, anatomy and physiology and sports nutrition at um, NYU School of Continuing Ed. So I was bouncing around a lot. I was loving every single job that I had. But I started writing for newsletters and for magazines. And then that led to books. And the books landed on the desks of a lot of producers. And Lisa, I tell you, I am not exaggerating this. The first producer that called me was from ABC, The View. And when he asked me to come on and do a segment, first it was one of those like, you talking to me? What? Like, I don't do television. And when I showed up, there were four hosts and there were two sets of couples on the segment with me. So basically what I'm trying to explain is I only had one or two lines to say. And I nearly threw up on my food display. I was so nervous. My heart was racing a million miles a minute. I was so crazy, anxiety ridden. But it went well. And then they called me back. And I sort of got my sea legs over at The View. And then I did a stint on Regis and Kelly. At the time, it was Regis and Kelly way back in the day. And then the Today Show was tracking me. And that's how I landed on television. It was so... Um, sort of organic. But you were nervous at first. I was nervous at first, second, third, and fourth.
0: But you've gotten so great at it. I mean, I used to be petrified of TV as well. So it's like it's nice to face
1: your fears and overcome your fears. But do you love it now? I love it. I do love it. I love it because it's exciting. I love it because I get to meet extraordinary people. But most of all, I love it because just in a matter of a few minutes... I am able to deliver a message of health tips and tricks and strategies and advice to millions and millions of people. So it's a pretty extraordinary platform to have when you're a health provider. That's amazing. And so when you meet people,
0: what was sort of the most important thing that has resonated with anyone or any of your messages that really came across during one of your segments? And has anyone ever come
1: up to you and told you specifically, like, you saved my life or you did A, B, or C for me? All the time. And it continuously reminds me how lucky I am to have this platform and how much I love what I do. The most rewarding thing in the world is, you know, I was at the airport at LAX. I just came in from New York, and two separate people at different times came over. One told me that I helped drive her husband's cholesterol down, and he's now off medication. Goosebumps. <laughs> and then I had another person come over and say that she's down 30 pounds and has kept it off for years and years following my tips. So that stuff makes me so incredibly happy. That's the best. I
0: love my job. <laughs> yes, you do. All right, but let's get down to breast tacks. Tell me about something embarrassing. That has happened to you on live television. I'm gonna say one thing. My dress fell off on the Dr. Oz show. Wait, what? So I'll tell you about that after, but you said your embarrassing moment is gonna beat mine. Can you beat that? Oh, I've never,
1: no, my segments are <laughs> perfect. I've Every, never, ever had an embarrassing moment. Okay, here goes.
0: Everything about you is perfect, by the way.
1: <laughs> Just so you know. She has her fingers crossed. <laughs> Has about this? I was doing a segment with Kathy Lee and Hoda, and um, I got overly excited, and I had on this pretty little dress and super high heels, and I tripped and fell flat on my butt like, bam, splash, really? right on national television. Yes, and they had to come like running over to me. The whole thing was captured on camera and then NBC being like super protective of their people and their talent slowed it down put it to chariots of fire music <laughs> and made it go viral
0: all over social media that's perfe- That's what you <laughs> want okay because that's if that's going to happen you might as well just it make the most of it
1: hilarious and then another time can I find that if I search you YouTube? can find okay. it you can find it I got to bring it back I need to bring it back on Instagram um another time I was Featuring a whole lot of toys that could help kids not not only like have fun and stay engaged, but also get moving. And one of the toys was a pogo stick. So I was on this pogo stick and uh, leaned a little bit to the left, and I took down Al Roker with me, splat, right on the floor. Yep, I did that.
0: Wow. (laughs) Al went down. (laughs) Well, you just fall a lot, right? I'm gonna like stay like a few feet away from you, (laughs) just for safety.
1: Wait, wait, tell me about your dress. Oh, That was awful. It was on the doctors or Dr. Oz? Dr.
0: Oz. What It happened? was terrible. I, you know what? I was wearing this dress and it had a zipper down the front. And I remember we were supposed to, we were like going down the table and talking about foods. And at some point he was supposed to take the brownies to the audience and I was following him. And as I'm walking towards the audience, I feel like a draft. <gasps> I feel like oh. it's getting cool. Why is it so cool in here? And then at some point I look down and the zipper is all the way, like halfway down to my belly button. And I'm like freaking out. And I notice that everyone's really paying attention to Dr. Oz on the brownie, so I'm able to zip it back up. And then I walk um, back and finish the segment. And then afterwards, the person that I was there with... Um, was taking pictures of the monitor and said, what happened? And there's all these photos that she took of, like, my... Can I find that? No, because it didn't (laughs) air. I was so mortified. I told the producer, I was like, you have to fix this. So you'll notice in that segment, I mean, if I ever pointed it out to you, they keep going closer and closer to, like, my neck neck? and then my chin. And then, because as I was talking, (laughs) the zipper just kept falling It's a shame you have
1: beautiful bosoms. (laughs) (laughs) Why, thank you. I've, like, I've only seen them in clothes, but... <laughs> this is going in a, to a place <laughs> okay. I well, never I, expected. Have, I have one more funny thing that just <laughs> popped into my head. As I was talking about bringing um, Al Roker down... There is one that actually may top those two. So imagine this. It's in the top of the 8 o'clock hour. So that's like prime time. Everybody's watching. And I'm going through superfoods that could help enhance your life. And I get to my um, collection of nuts and seeds. So I have almonds and pistachios, and I have um, pumpkin seeds and um, sesame seeds. And I pick up the almonds, and quite seriously... I say to Al Roker, Oh, do you keep your nuts in the freezer? <laughs> I did that. How did he how did he respond? Well, what happens is he he has an earpiece in with the control room, and I was, you know, sort of flying solo, so I didn't have the earpiece in. Well, whatever went on in his ear was such an explosive round of laughter that he just lost it. So he was laughing and then I I started laughing, and then we had about a minute thirty seconds left for the segment, and all we did was laugh through the whole entire minute and thirty <laughs> seconds. It might have been one of my highest-rated segments, probably. Today's show,
0: yes, only second to when you pulled him down on a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, doing those segments, you get to meet so many cool people. Like last week, you were feeding cookies to Cookie Monster. That's like that—that uh, that was really pinch cool. me, like
1: a dream come true. So, who is like the coolest person you've gotten to meet? I think I would say probably Big Bird, Cookie Monster, Abby. That was just last week. And I grew up on Sesame Street. So that was a happening. That was, I was a little starstruck. That was pretty you. amazing. Could not be? Is Cookie Monster eating healthier cookies these days? He is. He is. And, and because health is so prominent and Sesame Street's trying, trying to really help educate kids around that, it, it was kind of cute because he was talking about portion control. Oh. And he went out of his way to say how much he loved my soft-baked oatmeal cherry chocolate cookies, which, of course, were healthy-ish. So, healthy-ish. Healthy-ish, yeah. So that, that portion, was sort of nice. I don't know. How can Cookie
0: Monster talk about portion control?
1: This is not like flying the face of the Cookie know, Monster It's a brand. different world. It's it it a different me. world. A cookie yeah. Monster is supposed to be a gluttonous pig who shoves cookies yeah. down his throat all day. There were crumbs I'm on all, board. There were crumbs all over the floor and he was still gluttonous. <laughs> but the cookies were healthier and they were a little bit smaller. But he still performed. Okay. He was Cookie Monster. He's the Cookie Monster we know and love. All I right. promise. I'll allow
0: that to slide.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's talk about your books.
0: I mean, you have 930,000 books, right? Like 13? <laughs>
1: 13 books,
0: yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. I have a lot of books too, so y- y- I can make fun of you. But you have
1: 13 books. No, I think I you do. have more.
0: No, I have 13, but you're going to have 15 before I have 14. So <laughs> this is not that it's a contest, but let's talk about books. Your latest book, the one that's out now, it came out a few months ago. It's Joy's Simple Food Remedies. That is a fantastic book. I know we did a Facebook Thank Live. You. It is so good and so helpful. Talk a little bit about it for the people who have not you know, seen it or held it or looked at it or benefited from it.
1: Sure. So I'm really proud of this book because it's not just recipes using healthful foods. What what I did was I I spent the last um, you know decade really sorting through and vetting through lots and lots, thousands and thousands of research papers, coming up with different foods and the compounds in foods that could help remedy or at least alleviate or manage and treat different ailments. And, you know, I went out and I asked people, what are the ailments, the annoyances that you deal with on a day-to-day basis? And I took the top 20 that came back from, this was from more than 10,000 people that were polled. So, You could probably imagine what some of those ailments are, bloating and migraines and belly fat and bad breath and high cholesterol and high blood pressure, um, bad skin. And then I set out to formulate chapters using specific foods that could help alleviate or manage or treat those specific ailments. So the book is really all about using food as medicine, and it's certainly not in place of taking pills that your doctor prescribes, but food is powerful. And we know that eating the right foods in the right combinations can really help you feel markedly better. And that's what the book is about. So I'm gonna put you on the spot.
0: With all the research you've done, mm-hmm. what are the three top foods that you say really act as medicine in addition to food? Like three things we all should be eating. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wow, that's hard. Um, okay, so I will start with spinach. And when I say spinach, I think really kale and Swiss chard are going to fall under that umbrella. And that's because it's like a leafy multivitamin. It's got potassium and beta carotene and iron and vitamin C and fiber. It also has two antioxidants, lutein and xanthin, that could help promote healthy vision. Um, and those are th- those specific antioxidants are not easy to find in food. So are those
0: better for your uh, vision than carrots? Like we were
1: always told, eat
0: carrots, good for your eyes.
1: So carrots are great because it has beta carotene in them, and beta carotene does help with vision. So mom was right about carrots. But spinach and kale and Swiss chard not only have the beta-carotene, they have all those other things, vitamin C and the lutein and xanthin. So it has more that it brings to the table. So I, you know, I don't want to say don't eat carrots because carrots are awesome. But you told me I'm only allowed to, to say three foods. Oh, those were your three? I thought, no, you, I thought you were trying to make tie. them one. Okay. That was a tie. That was a tie. So
0: <laughs> this is good. The more, the merrier.
1: So let's see. For my second food...
0: And it's going to be another three things, right?
1: Fish haters are going to hate me for this one, but I'm going to have to be boring and say wild salmon because wild salmon is loaded with omega 3 fats, and we know that omega 3 fats help to tame inflammation in the body. Just
0: wait before you go on. Wild salmon, why not regular salmon?
1: So, wild salmon is um, free of contaminants, and farm raised salmon has some contaminants within it. They're called dioxins. Now, it doesn't mean don't eat farm-raised salmon. It just means don't eat it regularly, day after day after day. And you told me I had to name the, the three healthiest foods on the planet. So wild salmon okay. is going to win wild that COVID spot. Wild and crazy spot. salmon. for <laughs> And there's Go for it. one other thing that salmon has that a lot of people don't know. Automatically, you hear salmon, you think omega-3 fats. Salmon is probably the richest source of vitamin d as in david really? yes we are packed. all vitamin d deficient exactly and vitamin d is great for bone strengthening and it's also good for blood pressure so vitamin d is very very important because it enables calcium to do its job so salmon is going to have the number two spot and now i'm scrambling because I have so many foods tied for three let's see what do you think I'm going to say? Oh,
0: I have no idea. But I'm on the edge of my seat, literally. What? Mm. I I don't know. Broccoli?
1: Broccoli is great, but I just don't know. Can I come back to the third food? Yes. You can. Okay. You oh can my come gosh. back to the third Maybe food. I'm going to say, you know it's what? I'm just going to go out there. I'm going for it. I think I'm going to say pumpkin seeds, and here's why. Wow. Oh, no, no. no. I'm oh. going to say lentils. <laughs> I'm taking the back. Too late.
0: First answer, okay. pumpkin seeds.
1: Okay, well, and then we're going to do a fourth. I'm going to say pumpkin seeds because I don't think that they get enough no, love. Lentils are fine. I, <laughs> I, was I can swap it.
0: You can do four or five. Okay. This is
1: great. This is such
0: helpful information. Tell me why, in a In a nutshell, no pun intended. Pumpkin seeds are so fantastic
1: because they're loaded with protein. They're loaded with fiber. They have it's one of the richest sources of plant based zinc, which is great for the immune system, and they are low in carbs, so they're terrific for anybody who is dealing with type two diabetes or um, borderline diabetes. So um, it's a great snack. It's a great. Do you eat the shells? I love the shells, but if you know, you can get them shell shell off pepitas, and you could roast them, or you could have them raw, or you could eat them with the shell on, you know, the white mm-hmm. um, husk. And I love them that way, too. Are they healthier with or without the shell? Or D- is it the same? It's all in the same. It's perfectly fine. You're just getting a little bit more fiber from the shell, but the real goodness is in the actual uh, pepita, the the pumpkin seed. And I love lentils because it's sort of like the king of legumes. Again, protein and fiber and antioxidants and you Better name than it. all
0: the rest, the other
1: legumes? Better than all the rest. And I also love the fact that they're inexpensive. And everybody should be eating more plant-based meals. Good for the environment. It's good for your body, but it's also good for your pocketbook. Or your wallet. Pocket book. Yeah. I
0: love you even more now.
1: Pocket
0: book. Pocket book. Purse. Yes, I know, but pocket book. It's just so East Coast. I love it. Yeah. But it is good. And and that's a really important thing because people are on a budget. I hear all the time people think they cannot eat healthy if they're on a budget. And that just is not the case. So speaking of all the foods you love, which are this the answer to this question may be what you, the foods you just rattled off, but maybe it's something different. What foods are always in your fridge and pantry? Oh.
1: Um, leftovers. <laughs> leftovers <laughs> From because, all the yes, because I am constantly creating and cooking up a storm. I'm like the mad scientist in my kitchen. Um, so we have so much food and I'm always putting them in portion controlled containers and I label them and I date them and they start out in the fridge and then sometimes they'll transfer into the freezer. But if you come to my house on any given day, you have enough food for an army, like fresh homemade food. And the second thing that you will always find in my refrigerator is an entire shelf assortment of hot sauces. I am obsessed with heat. I love adding hot All right, sauce what's to your, everything. What's your f- number one hot sauce? I love Frank's. I love Frank's, Frank's is hot, hot the sauce, best. and I also love sriracha. So um, I
0: love sriracha too. But I do I, you like Tabasco.
1: I feel so bad saying this. It's a little bit too vinegary for me. Um, It's not as good as Frank's. You can say that. But if it's there, I'm going to use it. But I definitely like Frank's better. Cholula's pretty good, too. I was just going to say that Cholula might actually be tied with Frank's. I feel like I'm having an affair.
0: (laughs) 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 You're cheating on Frank. (laughs) Don't tell your husband. Okay, so let's talk a little about your next book because you brought it with you. You have a copy of it. It's not going to be out until October, but it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. So just jump in and start yammering about it.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you brought it up. So this is my very first children's book, and I could not be any more excited about it. I've always, always been, like gravitated towards working with kids. I told you you know, I got my start with pediatric cardiology. So um, this book just felt so right. It's called Yummy Yoga, and I merge healthy eating with yoga poses. I think yoga is so terrific for young children because it helps them with balance. It helps them with core strength. It also helps them to sort of de-stress, and it gets them off of electronics. There's so many great reasons to get young children into yoga and um, learning how to pose. So what I've done is, and this is going to sound so crazy to all the listeners, I took healthy foods, and I quite literally posed them into the warrior pose, a lotus pose, a cat pose, into all of these popular yoga poses. And then I had children next to my sculptors, my sculptures um, mimic the poses. So cute.
0: And Can then I, I'm gonna take a picture of one of the pages and put it on our podcast. I would page. love that, just because it's the look. How cute this is! I can't even believe it. <laughs> and then <laughs> what you what you'll is see this is I have artichoke doing a lotus
1: pose. Yep. And then look at the match, the the uh, matcha beads are um, pomegranate seeds. So clever. So adorable. The so eyes are pistachio nuts. And then you you lift open the pose, and there's a healthy recipe to make with mom or dad or any other adult or a teacher using the very same foods that I put together in the yoga pose. So again, the whole idea is making healthy eating and healthy posing fun and engaging and adventurous. And I think mom and dad will get a nice giggle out of it. And so is this available for pre-order? Yes. So it's available for pre-sale pre-orders right now on Amazon. And it's called a yummy yoga. And if not for anything, I'm, I'm sure that people will get a giggle out of it when they go and look at some of the poses. It's so cute and clever. Yeah, I, I had, love had it. a lot I'm of gonna, fun. I'm
0: going to steal some, not steal, I'm going to take pictures on my phone and post them so you can see it. Um, so you're here in California working with LaCroix. As some people say, LaCroix, LaCroix, LaCroix. That's you, not the right way. You I nailed it. it La it's it's LaCroix. Right. That's, it's
1: LaCroix. So when people
0: say, when they say it the other way, it's like saying Target, right? Like Tar- it's embarrassing. Yeah.
1: Well, it's embarrassing, but it kind of sounds, um do know. Cl- yeah. It sounds a little... I like LaCroix. So people are obsessed
0: with LaCroix. I don't know. It came out of nowhere. Maybe two or three years ago, everyone I know started saying, I am obsessed with this. If you like fizzy flavored Mm. water, this is going to change your life. What is your relationship with them? And talk a little about their products.
1: So I am thrilled to say that I am the national dietitian for LaCroix. And um, it's exciting to me because I, for years and years and years, have been an obsessive sipper. I have seriously sipped my way through every single flavor. I think at this point they have about 28 amazing flavors. Holy moly, 28? Yes, yes. And it is 100% natural. It's made from the essence of the named fruit. So in other words, if it's um, a lime, it's made from the essence of a lime. If it's pamplemousse, which means grapefruit... It's made from p- the essence pomple of. Pomplemousse? Pomplemousse. Is that what that's the, is that the flavor that it's. Is, that, is it called pomplemousse pomple or mousse. Grapefruit? It's called pomplemousse. Interesting. And they have a coconut to die for. And they even oh, have. Oh, the coconut is the best. And that's so delicious. I make pina coladas with it. I do all sorts of crazy, delicious things. It's delicious great for concoction. cocktails. It's so, so great. good. So for there's cocktails. no sugar. There's no sodium. There's no artificial sweeteners or sugar substitutes. It is, as I like to say, 100% innocent. And it has that fizz like soda. So it's so it's such a terrific alternative for people that are looking to hydrate. They want the fizz. They want to pop a flavor. They're a little bit bored with water. There is a flavor for everybody. Oh, there's another one that I love. I just discovered the peach pear. That oh, is, I tried it,
0: that one. That is delicious. So
1: good. And there's a cherry lime. That one's called Cherise Limon. That is delicious. He's teaching me French. The family—it's a family-owned business. French family? No, <laughs> <laughs> they just think they're no, French. They're very they're French creative. <laughs> they are very, very creative. Um, yeah,
0: right. Because French people would never say pamplemousse. That's that—that that was the dead giveaway. <laughs> they're trying to be French, but no,
1: I do. I'm a they, fan. And they probably pronounce it right. <laughs> I'm the one that's probably butchering it. But um, it, that's one of my favorite flavors. What I is love your it. absolute favorite? It depends on the week. I, I would say this week it's probably, um, I'm going to say grapefruit because you're going to make fun of me if I say pamplemousse. Don't say pamplemousse. Wait, you know what I make? I make a pamplemousse <laughs> mojito mocktail. Stop. Let me tell you what I do. I muddle mint leaves with half of a pink grapefruit, the sections, within And a tablespoon of lime juice. You just muddle it, you know, twist it for about six times. You'll start to smell the delicious aroma of those mint leaves. And then I add a handful of crushed ice and then the pink grapefruit, sparkling LaCroix water it is amazing and Lisa I know you're thinking can I spike it yes you could absolutely add How a little did you vodka know that's what I, was I could thinking. just see it I could see it in your <laughs> face can you imagine <laughs> sipping that out by the pool no, yeah I'm mm. going to be doing that in about 20 minutes yeah. with you so um, perfect let's get let's go
0: right to the market um, okay, now I'm going to ask you some fun questions. Great. I'm, I want to see how crazy you can get because you are always eating healthy. I sit next to you, we have lunch, we have dinner, you're eating healthy foods. Let's say health was out of the equation, we weren't thinking about whether something was good for you or not. If you could eat one food and make it healthy, one unhealthy food for the rest of your life and make it healthy, what would that food be?
1: It's a tie. Pizza and vanilla ice cream. And good choices. I am constantly experimenting with pizzas. I just made a lavash thin crust pizza with a balsamic glaze on top. It's a salad pizza with a balsamic glaze. Delicious. And that's healthy. So you can make yes. healthy pizza.
0: But, you know, being a, a New Yorker, you know, it's But every once in a while you got to go for the grandma's. Go, exactly. do, you, do you ever eat grandma's pizza? No, but I eat all like the New York like mm. John's and Rays and all those New York I'm going to have you
1: over for Pumble mousse, mojito mocktails, <laughs> and grandma's pizza. If I have enough of those, those <laughs> not the mocktails, but the cocktails, then I'll eat the pizza. And I love melty vanilla ice cream.
0: Mm. The classic. Vanilla, you cannot I beat I just vanilla. love it. Carvel. I love it. My favorite. it. those of mm, you who know. I wasn't going to say it, but it's that soft serve. So yes. good. Okay, so here's another fun question. Who would you want to be
1: stuck in an elevator with? Bruce Springsteen. Wow.
0: I, didn't, didn't I have did have not even that. have
1: to think about it. Bruce, you met if, him? Do you think he may be listening? Yes. No, he's not listening. <laughs> I did. I ran into him once. I met Shoot, him once. Shoot, now he knows that I fell on my butt on national TV. Well, we can just Can we it start him. over?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I met him at a um, uh, video store, like back in the 90s. Yes. I've never met him. He was nice. He was with Patty, his wife. Oh. But I'm not even a Springsteen fan, so that's not fair that I got to meet that him. That was sort of like a waste. I know. Totally. I did not deserve that. Oh. I apologize. Okay, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would you want that power to be? Superpower
1: in the world. Oh, I'd, I'd love to make people well, and I'd love to give people money that need it.
0: Oh, you're so nice. No, you, you, are the, you are that you, nice. You know, no, I just y- want
1: to read people's minds and look at you
0: trying to do good things
1: with the world. <laughs> I think if you would have thought about that, you probably would have said exactly the same thing as me. Could you imagine having like money trees to just, you know, give people whatever they need to do good things? That, yeah, that would be amazing. That would be quite a superpower. Mm-hmm. Most and
0: people say they want to fly.
1: And, you, I wanna, and I want a magic wand to be able to just wave it over people that were ill and make them better. Make them better. Yeah. That would be so great. Did I just get serious on
0: us? I don't know. I don't know. You're a wonderful, you're too too good. You're too good. You're a lovely human being. I like everything about you, Joy. You have a perfect name. You are appropriately named because you bring joy everywhere you go. It's true. Lisa, it's very mutual. You know that. Oh, stop. But before we wrap up here, is there anything else you want to talk about? Any other uh, projects you're working on? Things that
1: you just want to tell the world about? No, I think that we covered a lot. What a treat to be here. I loved your intro song. I'm going to put that on my playlist. How does (laughs) it go again? Oh, wait. We're going to play it for you. Oh, here we go. It's too good. (laughs) Guys, she's mouthing the words. Lisa, sing it out. Come on. This is your American Idol. Here I am. I'm so hungry. (laughs) That part I got. Okay, that is fantastic. They wanted
0: me to sing the theme song. I was like, I cannot sing.
1: But I did write the words. You I'm so not surprised. You are so creative. Stop it. We could just go back and forth flattering each other. On and on and on. But we're not, we're going to make everyone sick. So we really should not do that. Here's one thing I would tell everybody Um, if you have any, one, one of the joys in my life is getting challenged to remake and healthify favorite indulgences. So if you have anything you want to dare me to give it a health makeover, let me know. Comment on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, and I'm on it. I yeah, am on are. it. My kitchen regularly looks like it's been burglarized. <laughs> 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 that's what my husband tells me. <laughs> You're, I love your husband. He's I'm a the great best. cooker. I'm not such a great cleaner, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. Oh,
0: well, um, I, I love that you put your husband to work, and you have him test out some of your recipes sometimes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody's got to pitch in on my yeah, house.
0: Yep. We do no a one. lot
1: of cooking and a lot of
0: eating. Beautiful. Well, thank you again so much for being here. And good luck with everything you're doing. You are, you know, making the world a healthier place. And I love it. And I love your current book. And I cannot wait for Yummy Yoga and to see what else you're
1: up to because you're the best. Oh, thanks, Lisa. I love you. (sighs)
0: <sighs> okay, people. Are you are you all listening and feeling sick now from all the love that has been going on? Um, we're not really going to have a big show page, but we are going to have a little show page for this episode. So, Ooh, what does that want, mean? Well, we'll put up your information, how to find you, where your social media is. We'll link to a place where people can pre-order your new book or order oh, the book that's out. And if you want to check it out, you guys can go to hungry-girl.com slash Food cast. Also, you can sign up for Hungry Girl daily emails. If you don't get them already, go to hungry-girl.com and you can check us out on Facebook and on Instagram. And we will be back next week with Mikey and Jamie with our Trader Joe's Hall episode. That's right, we're going to be trying like... 15 new foods from Trader Joe's. Wow. So that's going to be fun. Can't wait for that. I think I'm coming back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am here, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl, with my good pal Joy Bauer. And we are signing off from Hungry Land. Till next time, chew the right thing.